We must guard against the acquisition of unwarranted influence, whether sought or unsought, by the military-industrial complex. What we do not do is spy unlawfully on Americans. We are leaving in 2014, period. Ladies and gentlemen, we got him. America's public enemy number one in the United States is drug abuse. In order to fight and defeat this enemy, it is necessary to wage a new all-out offensive. You are listening to Biting the Bullet with Luke and Typo. Are you recording? Are you recording? Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. I think I need to pour some bourbon for this episode because uh, i don't know this is uh the beginning of the end buddy (laughs) we we may not we may not make it uh to uh to living where we want to in the south dude if we if i if i die and well i don't know dude i was thinking about this if like i'm in the middle of america so maybe we'll all have some time <laughs> a little bit yeah. more than 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 other people because I feel like this if anywhere gets nuked, it's the cities. So I was thinking that yeah. I yeah, but you're close live. enough to St. Louis. But at the same time, why nuke St. Louis? It'll just kill itself, yeah. anyways. I feel like it mostly if if Russia's gonna nuke, it's gotta be mostly at like DC. Like well, it's gotta be well, I feel, all right, all right, all right. Let's put ourselves in Putin's shoes real quick. <laughs> all right. If you I'm had to nuke Putin, the United States, Ukraine. <laughs> yeah, and you're you're like, all right, we got to stop the Americans before they uh, come in, and you're like, I'm trying to affect the United States in the strongest way possible. Yeah, and just and you're like, I'm gonna use nukes. You know, it's like, well, they're a nuclear power. I'm a nuclear power. What would you do? I think I think I would go New York, DC. Because you can hit New York and affect like 17 states because they're all like 50 meters wide. Yeah, New York so would you definitely, hit, definitely be yeah, one. You hit, you hit New York City. It's just fucking glass now. And then Washington, D.C. because fuck them. Um, but you have to send multiple nukes to each of these. You know, you, you got a limited number and, you know, what, whatever it is called, the Iron Fortress or no, that's fucking uh, – that's uh, – the Iron Dome is Israel's. What's ours called? What's our ICBM fucking ICBMI fucking? Isn't it called? It's some loop. It's some fucking Star Wars themed fucking bullshit. Our defense, our defense oh, against ICBMI ICBM. The Death Star. <laughs> I think it's. I think it. I think it is called. It's called something like that. It's called something crazy. I don't remember what it is right now. I'll look it up while we're doing this. But uh, you know, you gotta you gotta throw a couple at each city. You know because if you don't like yeah it's kind of a waste because they take up so much like all the cities are built on top of each other so you go to new york but you have to throw like 10 at new york right and then yeah Yeah. or more maybe more maybe you go 100 i don't know how many nukes they got you know you go 100 new york 100 dc yeah and also i was talking to someone that actually kind of knows a little bit something about nukes oh yeah well hold on hold on so let me finish mine and then you can come obliterate my fucking 
Oh, okay. With oh, yeah. our it's, it's something that big, but it's something that like I'll just add that a lot uh, that the nuclear missiles are actually aimed at each other's nuclear missiles in other countries. So the theory yeah. behind that is that if they can blow up our nuclear missiles first, then they can save themselves some nuclear mi- like not getting hit by nuclear missiles. Yeah. But then also uh, do a significant amount of damage to that country because you just exploded one of their nuclear missiles. Yeah. But the thing is, is like our nuclear missiles, for the most part, from what I know of, they're not in places that are strongly populated. So, yeah, yeah, you'd fuck shit up. You'd fuck shit up because it's like two nuclear bombs going on. Well, actually, I don't even think the nuclear bomb goes off because... Like the other one doesn't go off because you need. I that's know nothing. Too sciencey for I know. I know nothing about a nuclear from what bomb I, and how. From it works. what I know about <laughs> nuclear bombs. <laughs> from my expertise atom- in the Marine Corps, I know exactly. As a radio how a nu- operator, I know exactly how a nuclear bomb works. As a radio operator, um, no, I think well, it has to split the atom, and there's a mechanism mechanism in there. But I don't fuck, dude. I don't know. But if there's a mechanism in there that splits the atom, that's what causes the reaction. From how my basic, very, 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 very basic understanding of yeah. how a nuclear bomb works. Yeah. So I don't think I think you have to like actually activate it for it to go. I don't think you can just explode another nuclear bomb with a nuclear bomb. But who knows? I don't know. Anyways, I would go New York, make it glass. You throw like 150 at New York. And then you go, obviously, I'm all, DC. I'm all right with that. <laughs> yeah, you obviously go DC, right? You're trying to cause, you're trying to cause panic and fucking destruction. Yeah. So you go DC and then you leave Florida alone because half of them are voting for Russia anyways. Yeah. And then, so like Florida's good. Um, you might go after Texas. You might go after a couple Texas cities, even though they're kind of pro- russia at this point but they watch you know somewhere else in the united states get pro russia (laughs) (laughs) they watch somewhere else in the united states get nuked they're gonna be like oh america and they'll they'll come off of that pretty quickly i think so you gotta you know you probably go dallas san antonio houston you gotta have 150 per but you know some of those cities are kind of close i think houston and dallas are only like three hours away from each other so maybe 150 along that stretch. I mean, you try to even it out, see which one gets through. And then obviously LA. You fucking if you don't go after LA, you're not the Putin for me. So <laughs> LA has to go. Um, San Diego, no reason to bomb it. If LA falls, San Diego falls, but San Diego's a bunch of Mexicans, like they're just chilling down there. They just hopped the border. You don't fuck with them. You don't want to bring Mexico into this. So you know, you, you leave San Diego alone, but you glass the fuck out of LA. And then you go for Denver. You glass the fuck out of Denver. Why because, Denver? Because it's got the fucking Illuminati airport in it. And yes. that's where the president's going to be. Yeah, so you dude, that's right. I'm the fuck out of Denver, um, specifically the airport. Uh, and then the rest, I think you go after the nuclear bombs in our country. Like if you have any leftover after that, you go after the nuclear launch sites. Um, and I feel like that's the only way in Pearl Harbor, because uh, just to, just, just <laughs> yes. to, just to, to remind you where yeah. we're coming from. 
I actually um, don't. I actually don't know if like Pearl Harbor is like still a really big base or if it's like not even that big anymore. But it would just be hilarious if they still fucking. I don't think Pearl Harbor itself as is as big of a navy base. I mean, honestly, it probably is because the United States loves to build U.S. Navy on other United States gravestones. So that's true. <laughs> uh, there's probably a huge. Well, no, actually, I think I've been. I've been to Hawaii and. When I went there, I think we go to Pearl Harbor and it's basically all just a memorial now. But there were still some ships in the bay and shit like that. But I don't know you if it's on, actually the base. Did you see it when you like flew by? I saw uh no, I, I I went down there for my parents getting married, remember? Oh, you were actually at Pearl Harbor. Yeah. Oh. It's on one of the islands. I think it's on the main island. I'm pretty sure it's on the main island. Maybe it's not. And I just went to the Pearl Harbor Memorial. It's not <laughs> even on the same island. I don't fucking know, dude. It's fucking Hawaii. It's basically a different country. That's true. Uh, it's way out there. Yeah. Uh, I don't really remember. I was two years, two and a half years into the Marine Corps, I think, at that point. So I was drunk the entire time and uh, don't remember a whole lot except the stupid shit that we would do. Uh, but yeah, that's how I would fucking, I mean, yeah, you hit Pearl Harbor once or twice or hit. Yeah. Fuck it. Um, you'll set off the volcanic. Oh, and then you hit fucking Wyoming. You hit Wyoming because there's a super volcano underneath Yellowstone. So you might as well get that fucking started as soon as possible. Because if, if you're fucking you hitting the nuclear launch sites don't work. Uh, mutually assured destruction is inevitable because then the U.S. is gonna fucking send them right back. Oh, it's gonna be dark. And you gotta winters, hope, dude. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, and so then you might as well like instead of us just having a dark winter from nuclear fucking radiation, uh, you might as well give us a, an active super volcano that hasn't erupted in like thirty thousand years and uh, give us the volcanic ash first too. We're just gonna destroy the whole world. If, if I'm sending nukes at this point to any other country, I'm okay with dying. And I'm pretty sure that's where Putin is at because he has said multiple times in one interview that he, we're all going to uh, die. He's, he just said, what was that? What did, he, what did I say earlier? He said multiple times. He was like, he just said, we know there's not going to be any winners and we're okay with this. Like that is the yeah. scariest thing for a world nuclear power to say. If, if somebody says that and they have access to a lot of fucking nukes, especially somebody like Putin who doesn't have any restrictions. I'm not saying the United States president has restrictions. They do, but I'm not saying they're like incredibly strong restrictions, but Putin literally has zero checks and balances on that. And he's just like, yeah, we're going to go to war with the Ukraine, possibly Poland. We're going to take the Chechnyans and just fuck up everybody. The Florida man of the Eastern Bloc and just send them into the Eastern Bloc, uh, the rest of the Eastern Bloc. Um, and then on live TV, say this is because of America multiple times over and over, over, over again. And the fact that he has some sadistic uh you know, fantasy of joining NATO in 2000 and Bill Clinton took that away from him. So now he's just ready to fuck everybody up at this point. And, you know, ages of United States, horrible intervention into Eastern Europe. And uh, he's like, you know, there's not going to be a whole lot of winners and I'm okay with that. And we're okay with that. We've made our decision. And that, that, that's scary. <laughs> that's scary. That's fucking scary. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. Um, yeah. I just honestly, <laughs> honestly, it's just weird because like, I don't know. It was like, we were coming out of COVID kind of things were kind of like going back to normal, you know, like World War three. <laughs> yeah. And then it's just like, uh, the fucking scariest thing imaginable <laughs> it's like this is worse than governments locking down people it's like there's oh we're there's there's a nuclear power and he's getting aggressive <laughs> i mean he has a lot of nukes and you know he's he's getting aggressive on and i think i mean i think this is kind of like the inevitable that was going to happen with uh yeah. this whole thing in russia i mean like the the way that america has like pushed all the nato things around it um yeah i mean it's pretty crazy because um i mean we were always focused on like middle east stuff and like yeah i and we talked about ukraine a couple times we did yeah but it wasn't like the main center because we were in war with the middle east like basically that's how it was well like so it's like we didn't really focus on the eastern what we're doing everywhere else yeah. Well, like, you know, uh, I've, I've heard like other foreign policy people talk about like, how like this yeah. Russia is way more important, but I was always like, eh, like I would listen. It's not as like, exciting. It's, yeah, I was like, this is not as exciting. I just don't see it. And it's like, because we grew up in the war on terror. Yeah. Like that's, that's what everyone, like at least most people in the military, when they thought of war, it was always with, uh, it's just, I mean, it's war, but it's like, yeah, we just drone bomb some places here nowadays, mix m- troops here and out. And it's like, no one's really actually, I mean, just, I mean, there was a long period of time where there was no violence, like no combat action was going yeah, on. There's been long periods of time throughout the war. Yeah. And, but it's so, I don't know, totally different mindset because you're not thinking like, okay, the terror, like we know that like the terrorists aren't going to be able to kill all of us like yeah. the terrorists just can't like they're not that big of a threat <laughs> Russia can't. we've talked always... about this too before where it's like russia and china are the two places the united states should never get in any kind of war or conflict with not because i don't think that we can win i think there's a possibility if we fight a straight up war but that's a problem is straight up if we fight a straight up war we could possibly win like we have i have more belief in us winning that than winning the war on terror you know what I mean? Yeah. Because well, I think like, that's obvious. And I think Russia yeah. knows that too. Like, I think they know, they know, like if they got in a war, I mean, it would, it be would be awful horrible. It would and be you horrible. would probably end up losing because you're just not as big. I mean, I don't know how long America could hold on like economically if it became that kind yeah. of like war of attrition, but like, it would just be terrible. Like the worst thing ever. Well, and it would be fought over there. It wouldn't be fought over here. And that's the biggest thing. So like, They'd be able to hold out. They'd probably be able to hold out their cities, but we'd essentially castrate them. I feel like that would be the only way to win is you'd essentially castrate them until they're just like, we're just going to stay in our little area of Moscow kind of deal. And then if anything else goes bad, like goes down, we'll just let them, as long as nothing else goes down, you just let them have Moscow kind of thing. But for the most part, it probably wouldn't be fought on the United States shores. Like it just wouldn't, it wouldn't be fought in the United States. Like people aren't, you're not going to get through Mexico. You're not going to get through Canada to come to us. Like you're 
and everybody would i and that's the thing the thing that putin calls out in his fucking speech that predicts horrible <laughs> consequences for mankind um is that it? he's like America has pushed their people to continue to do this, talking about NATO and all the Western European states. He's like, it's the West's fault. It's the West's fault. It's the West's fault. And now I'm lashing out. And it's like, I think what you and I and Cole were talking about this and we're like, it's fucking true. It's fucking true. It's, I, I understand his position. I'm not saying I agree with it. And I don't think killing people in the Ukraine is going to solve it. But you said it, it's like a caged dog or a cornered dog is going to lash out eventually. And I was like, the worst part is, and I think I said it right after that. And it was like, yeah, but then the dog gets put down immediately after because everybody's like, he doesn't belong in a civilized world. And it's even though it may be justified in the sense because you cornered him, backed him into a corner, backed him into a corner. And he's like, fuck this. I'm out. Like, I'm fighting my way out of this. And it just sucks. The whole thing fucking blows dick. It's not a good situation. And I think we have some of the most incompetent people in charge of the nation right now in charge of the nation right now, ever. Like some of the most. And it's like a, a fucking a play right out of the playbook of FDR. Like, oh, shit, we're sucking. My economic stimulus shit is sucking. Let's start a world war. Yeah. Yeah, well, I I think it's it's too like, um, like him playing it now. I think it is a great opportunity in America because Biden looks really weak by our country, and like it like on a public stage, he looks really weak, and no one has faith in him. Like his poll numbers are like terrible, so it's like anything this guy does, and like half the country thinks. I mean a decent amount of the country he stole the, le- the election and it's like why would we go fight a war for this guy and the conservative side is just a little bit Seems. more m- military friendly and they're the ones that are like yeah no we don't want to do this and it just seems like a really good time for if he was going to do something it could be now and he could get away with it because i think if I think Trump would be more willing to be militaristic. And I think Obama could have been more militaristic as well. Like if he wanted to, if Putin tried this, but I don't think Biden is in like a political position to do anything like aggressive right now. I have an alternative. Oh, so you think, you think back to when Trump was in office and the, uh, democratic candidacy candidacy was going on and then you had like four or five instances throughout the democratic party and like one or two outside of it where the democratic party was getting linked to spies in china right yeah few. one of the big ones was one of the big ones was swallow right yeah yeah Um, he was fucking a chinese spy Xi Jinping, isn't that his name? Xi Jinping, fucking the CCP's fucking president or king or whatever the fuck he wants to call himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't it like Xi Jinping or some shit like that? Yeah, he's the leader of the Communist Party. I don't know what. Xi Jinping or some, whatever the fuck. Um, He wanted, like, everything was pointing to he wanted Biden. Like, people said constantly that 
they want Biden, they want Biden, they want Biden. It's it's China. China wants Biden. And during that time, Putin came out and said the Democratic or the uh, the uh, the Democrats in the United States are closer to uh, the communists in Russia uh, are the closest thing in America to the communists in Russia, the Democratic Party. He said that multiple times throughout the Democratic uh, candidate race, too. So I kind of think Putin wanted Biden. And maybe this is the only time that I, it's all fucking connected. And then it goes back to Ukraine, where it's like you got people fucking in yeah. government office that are uh, engaged in the U or have, you know, children involved in gas trading in the Ukraine, gas companies in the Ukraine. It's like Pelosi, fucking Biden, and a couple other ones. I don't know if the Pelosi one is verified yet, but anyways, regardless. And it's like Biden being there is the only person to engage in this war. And it's just a giant war game for the same people that have been at top since they've been at top forever. Like it, it doesn't have to be like a Putin thing or a Xi Jinping thing or a Biden thing. It's just the powers that be that have always been the powers that be that put these people in place that we say are part of in every decision that goes on at the top, whether it's, you know, the world bankers or whatever else it is, this is a way to line the pockets. And it's just another fucking war game where poor people have to lose their lives for no goddamn reason. And I'm not saying that's the fucking truth, but man, at this point, it was like a perfect storm. It was, we were arguing in 2019 about, you know, how police brutality is really shitty and the wars in Afghanistan um, are a direct threat to our freedoms. And then, and not saying that they aren't or that those things aren't important, but then it was like COVID regime came in and we got fucking locked down. And it's like, right, like you said earlier, right at the end of what it seems like to be the end because they can't hold on to the shtick anymore. It's like World War Three. let's fucking go. Let's start something else. And it's like the, the constant turmoil it's it seems i don't believe in coincidences i don't believe in coincidences and it's just like all right this shit doesn't add up and i'm not saying that they planned to have a world war three and they were like calling each other on their fucking sidekick flip phones at three o'clock in the morning like 16 year old girls between putin xi jinping and biden but fuck man it seems like it's like a written down plan that somebody has and it's like oh 2022 2022 uh let's get things started guys you guys know the drill yeah yeah dude it's pretty it's kind of crazy like like we were saying we always focus on the middle east stuff but like i mean the a lot of like i think a lot of like uh, our parents and stuff growing up or like they were always kind of worry of the soviet union you know yeah. like worry of well they grew up in the cold war yeah they grew up like and like my concept, there was like no concept of that, like in my mind growing up. Zero. Like zero. Like I, I never really heard it talked about. And then people would mention the Cold War and I'd be like, what the fuck? I don't even know what Cold War means. Like what is that yeah, happened in the 80s? <laughs> fuck off. Yeah. Grow up, like, old man. What, what's that movie with Patrick Swayze that they made a remake of? Red Dawn. And Red Dawn. <laughs> like my, my dad showed me that today. He's like, I bet you don't even know what that is. I was like, dad, I watched that movie with you. Like, <laughs> why do you like, obviously I know this movie, but he was just, he always does that about 
like eight anything that's in the 80s yeah and so like i don't know like it just still blows my mind that like oh shit we have to remember that there's this <laughs> nuclear power that's like not happy with us well <laughs> and it's now, like the well, this enti- like our entire time yeah our entire life though it's been like russia just does russia things like they're not they haven't been overtly aggressive at least towards the united states they've been kind of just like the united states is bullshit i just want everybody to know that the united states is bullshit and then they just do little things like that there was that incident in like i think it was in syria where like uh, i think our artillery or maybe it was an airstrike i can't remember but it accidentally hit russian troops yes and and everybody was like why are russians in syria yeah yeah why are russians even in syria and but like that kind of like blew over like kind of just went out and it was okay and i was like dude we just murdered their soldiers like that's uh yeah like pretty risky russian troops yeah and it it was like crazy and it was like why are the russians in syria and then it's like why are the united states bombing russians in syria and then today i sent you that fucking screenshot that i took it was like i think it was from cnn and it was like uh uh the airstrikes that have happened in the last 48 hours and i think it was from yesterday what's the date today today is the 25th yeah so it was from yesterday and it was from 22 from the 22nd to the 24th and it was uh i'll just pull it up real quick but it was obviously the ukraine and it had like a crazy fucking a number of airstrikes which some of the videos coming out of the ukraine right now is insane it's horrible it's incredibly sad and uh i I, it just sucks like it sucks and don't get me wrong uh, this is like We've been making fucking a shit ton of jokes about this. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm not fucking acting out like I'm all higher than thou or almighty or whatever like that. Making a shit ton of jokes about this. Our fucking group chat, especially with fucking Cole, was it's hilarious. But in the back of my man, my mind, I'm just like, fuck, dude. Like, this is crazy ass shit right now. I'll pull up that picture, though. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Like, well, it's I we, I talked about this too, but like this is uh like the Middle East. It was harder to get like video footage. Um, yeah. Not a lot of these like literally poor villages that were being attacked and hurt. Like they don't. Have, a lot of them don't have cell phones and stuff. Like third world countries, it's just harder to have. You know, like modern technology everywhere. Well, Ukraine has a little bit more, a lot more. Yeah. And these, so you just get all these videos from people. And you never really got to see it like live. It's like watching war live. Like, like, I mean, before like they could, but this is like raw war too, because it's, yeah, it's conventional. It can't be edited through or anything. Like it's like raw footage and it's like, holy shit, man, things can escalate out of nowhere. Yeah. So there's obviously, so the first one is it's a picture of, you know, Eastern Europe all the way down Middle East. And then the, basically the northern half of africa and it shows the ukraine doesn't have russian airstrikes in ukraine that's pretty obvious there was israeli airstrikes in damascus in syria what the fuck um 37 saudi airstrikes in yemen it's the only one with a number on it so the reason why we know an exact number is kind of fucking weird to me when we don't know the exact number in any of the other places that are listed on this. Just, just weird. Just a, just a fucking observation. And then a U.S. airstrike in Somalia. 
So while Ukraine and Russia are going at it, the U.S. is bombing Somalia. Yeah. Somalia, the place that is ran by literal clan leaders, 12, 12 families, and their capital is what, Mogadishu? Isn't that what it is, Mogadishu, Somalia? I think that's correct. I don't know. Um, you know, it has a small part-time government that is basically just a dictatorship in itself. And then the rest of the provinces are literal just families running the province. And they have their own fucking laws and their own fucking rules. And they're part of a corrupt government cabal in Mogadishu. I'm pretty sure it's Mogadishu. But anyways, it's just like, why is the U.S. bombing Somalia right now? What mm-hmm. the fuck? And I mean, I bet you if I if I could call Scott Horton right now and be like, hey, why do the U.S. bomb Somalia this week? He'd tell me exactly why, when the bomb dropped and how many tons it had in it. But I don't have that opportunity. It's just fucking wild. Like, the all right, so why is Israel bombing Damascus? I mean, besides to genocide the people that are there, I don't I don't really understand anymore their the violence that Israel puts on either in Gaza Strip or Syria. Like, I just don't really get it at this point. I think if you want to be a holier-than-thou religious nation, I just feel like the amount of people you murder on a daily basis has to be less than zero, and it's not. So I don't get that. And then why the U.S. is bombing Somalia doesn't make any sense to me. I don't really know what it's about right now and then the final one 37 airstrikes by the saudis and what did i say where were they bombing yemen yeah yemen where there's a fucking genocide going on because the u.s keeps backing the goddamn saudis and then ukraine fucking up or russia fucking up ukraine or ukraine fucking up russia i don't know it depends there's conflicting reports on how many people have died i don't really know what that all is all about but if they lost three thousand in the last 48 hours that's almost more than the united states lost at 20 years of war against iraq afghanistan and fucking everywhere else we are fighting in the middle east because i think we lost three thousand six hundred or something like that total in our in the 20 years but we lost like mm-hmm. seven thousand in suicides for veterans but you know that's besides the point too yeah What's up, everyone? Let me take a second and tell you about our new sponsor, David Day. He offers a legal protection membership that gives you access to attorneys 24-7 for as little as a dollar a day. When you're pulled over, don't talk to the police. Shut the fuck up and call your attorney. When a company screws you over, don't try to call and fight them. Have your attorney write them a letter. Take action to be the man of your house and protect your family from the worst aspects of the state. Visit David's website at davidday.com backslash bullet so that he knows we sent you. Um, that website is david, D-A-V-I-D-D-D-A-Y.com backslash bullet. Uh, let him know that we sent you and uh, hope he protects everything you need out there. Yeah, dude. I, I was going to say that uh, like like the the whole like pressure on like Putin I think is a lot of the reason why he's he's like pushing forward and I think like on you know on like the (laughs) it's so crazy when like these little minuscule rulers all over the place kind of like get in the way but it's like yeah we shouldn't be doing any of that at all because everything should be going into not war with Russia because that is yeah 
that's way worse than anything else. And I, I don't know. I think that, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen, dude. And it's kind of freaky because you just don't know what to expect next. Cause like you kind of never expected this, but I kind of yeah. think things are going to like deescalate. Cause I mean, when America, America invaded Iraq and, and that was like huge, it was big. It, it was like crazy. There was a lot of people against it, a lot of people for it, but it happened. And then everyone thought it was going to be like this crazy, like insanity would start happening yeah. and everything was fine. And that became the status quo. The U S was in Iraq. We've been in Iraq for yeah. 19 years now. Do you think maybe, the status quo is just Russia being in Ukraine? Maybe I, I, maybe, well, maybe I that will it, be the status quo. Like everyone, like we freak out now, then everything starts to calm down and it's like, okay, Russia's yeah. in Ukraine. I think, and maybe I think that's, that's going to be like good. that for, for a while. Yeah. I kind of think that's a good point. You know, um, the other thing is, is they, uh, the cities that they attacked, which are Kiev and I can't say the other one. Um, I don't know. It's like Kiluevo or some shit like that. I don't remember what the other one's name is either. But uh, the two cities, there's like uh, the places that they attacked and Chernobyl. They attacked Chernobyl as well. Russia did. So mm, the like three weird. or four places. Well, and they all right. So then I got on uh, yesterday. I was just fucking running through Twitter and different threads and shit like that. But there's they think possibly that uh, the Ukrainians have building nuclear war or nuclear uh nuclear mm. weapons in chernobyl and they wouldn't be able to be traced because of the radiation that's already fucking there um mm. and that's why people think russia invaded chernobyl and then there's some bio labs in each of the u.s backed bio labs in each of the other plate the other cities that were attacked by russia which is another like odd coincidence and that's what i'm saying like i just don't fucking believe in coincidences i think they probably finally had enough of evidence for themselves maybe what they think is there isn't there like our fucking evidence of weapons of mass destruction in iraq uh but you know it's regardless they have enough evidence for themselves to be like all right they're fucking they're gonna try and kill us eventually so we're going to strike out before they strike us and like i said not on their side at all but not on not but completely understanding in a way like I just fucking get it. But I feel really bad for the Ukrainian people that are literally ethnically Russian and have wanted to be a part of Russia for quite a bit, quite a long time because they've been segregated from the rest of the population in Ukraine uh, mm-hmm. or at least discriminated against on the very basis um, and I'm not saying that happened to all of them, but it's happened to quite a few. There's plenty of stories out there sh- showing it and saying it and um, visible differences and the difference of the cities and things like that. And it's whatever. Like, I'm not going to sit here and act like I'm a fucking Ukraine expert on the geopolitics of the area. But at the same time, it's like there's people like it was part. It was literally part of Russia. What? 25 years ago, 30 years ago. It would be 79, I think. Was it 79? 80. I thought it was like 93. 80. No, because... They tried, to get uh, it, they tried to get it back in 93. That's what it was, huh? They tried to get it back in No, the Soviet Union was still a thing when they gave, when they gave it a piece of Russia to Ukraine. And the reason that it was okay for them to do that is because they weren't really giving it up. So they just gave it over as like a deal. And it was like for one of their guys, one of the 
their leaders at the time. It was how he got elected. For some reason, he needed to make that deal to the Ukrainian to secure land power. Border. Yeah, yeah, it was some like shady, that. shady business political thing in, in Soviet Union I read about. So they, but like anyone, everyone there is like, you know, they're Russian cultured. They speak Russian. Yeah, they're so ethnically it's like, Russian. It's like if if someone here in Texas, you know, like a piece of Texas got taken off that weird square part on Oklahoma. Yeah, it's just Oklahoma Texas. now. Yeah, they're like, you know what, dude, this is retarded on the map, but we're fixing this. And they just give it back. And then people like the people there would be like, I'm not no, I'm part from, of Oklahoma. Like, I'm what Texan. the fuck? I'm a Texan. Like, what the fuck? Even if the, the government just changes the map a little bit, they would still call themselves Texans. Like, that culture is yeah. not gone from there. And that's yeah. the same thing that on that side of the Ukraine is like they're culturally more aligned with now. And it's not to say that all of them and then, want to go and then back when to the Russia. Soviet, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then when the Soviet Union fell, Ukraine was like, no, this is Ukraine. And they're yeah, like, this is still Yo! Ukraine. Wait, hold yeah. on. I'm yeah. with them. I'm especially, with that guy. Especially after, you know, to, in 2014, when, like, the our yeah. government, you know, basically uh, made their little coup attempt in Ukraine, and it worked. Yes. And we instilled, our, like, basically. Our, like, this is. Western value fucking dude. non-Russian yeah. Orthodox fucking religion. Yeah. This is the thing, dude. America can point out, like, like we'll hear everyone today being like, "Oh yeah, Trump is Russians' put or or Putin's puppet," and that's what like a lot of people still believe. Like that's yeah. it, that's an they legitimately thing. believe it. They like, believe with everything that Putin, in their body. Yes, and it was a complete lie. And this is why this this works so well because now they can just stamp Russia and Trump together, and especially something like this. And oh, especially with Trump saying perfect. he understands why Putin yeah. is doing it. But while while America is like making that lie up, the Democratic Party and the elites, while that lie is being drummed up, they are actually puppets of Ukrainian citizens, the like or not puppet, they are actually um Puppeting. masters of, being these the puppet master in, of ukraine of ukraine which has yeah. actual russian people so when yeah. they say that like their government is a puppet of another foreign country they're not fucking lying and yeah. they can be mad about that and it's yeah. like oh my god just like our country is mad but it's a complete lie it's a complete lie here but it's actually happening and we're doing it to some other country in the world yeah it's like the total like uh sleight of hand dude it's constant and the United, yeah. the United States is fucking good at it. And it's it pisses me off, honestly, because then you say shit like this and they're like, you're not Ukrainian. You don't know, understand what's going then going on there. And it's like, bro, you're not fucking Ukrainian. You're fucking Sally from goddamn L.A. Like, get the fuck off my dick. At least yeah. I try and pay attention and I don't ask people like I go out of my way to find information as much as possible. Does some of it affirm my already hard stood beliefs? Absolutely, but not all of it. And I let things that I don't believe in change my idea about it. And that's where I like, at the beginning of this, we were like, yo, let's go Russia. Let's go. Let's go <laughs> Russia. Then... <laughs> let's go Russia. <laughs> And then, and then, like, literally after the, like, I saw a video of the fucking planes airstriking two houses down from a child screaming and a mom, like, yeah. yelling at her child to get down. And I was like, fuck, I don't like this. Like, let's go Ukraine. Let's go yeah. Ukraine. Dude, let's there's actually, yeah, there's, let's there's, go actually Ukraine. there's been some, like, serious, um, 
like heroic moments for the Ukrainian military that are kind of all confirmed. propaganda. I don't believe it. <laughs> okay. I don't it's know. All, it's all state propaganda. It probably is, but uh, it's a good one. And yeah, it's, it's like, damn it, good. It's, it's damn good. good. Well, it there's two so there's good. two in particular that well there's all three of them the three big ones the big i don't know three. i just know two well but, all right so there's the ghost of kiev yes the ghost of that's kiev. fucking badass if that's the first ace fighter pilot that's just yeah. murking down goddamn i don't know yeah. su-26s or whatever the fucking russians have i don't even know fucking airplanes like that i wish uh, we should have had jared on so he could you know, well, no, then it would be too much about what each fucking thing is. Never mind. That's a bad idea. He talks too much about the weapon and not enough about what's happening. <laughs> what? And they're using, you know, some shitty fucking version of whatever the United States gave them 30 years ago, the Ukrainians. And if yeah, he shot get- down six Russian fighter pilots, what a fucking savage. And yeah. being called the ghost of Kiev, what a badass name. What a fucking sick ass name. Yeah, like, even yeah, if yeah. it's more than one person and they're they're getting like one person's getting credit for it, who gives a shit? You guys are fucking dope because it's just badass. It's like you're you're not expected to win this. Yeah. And, and it's not you're like, taking down pilots, so this one's dope. Yeah, like the Pete, it's it's and it's an honest fact too that like at the same time that like the eastern side is kind of more Russian. So like that part, all of a sudden, are, it, that's more rational. We can actually understand why the Russians are coming in like that. That's way yeah. more understandable. But the western side. But then you when he starts getting closer and closer to the eastern side, it's like, I mean, I understand. But now it's getting like those guys don't like you. <laughs> that yeah. side of the, the western, like, the western side of Ukraine side. does not like. Oh him. yeah, the western side. Sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah the yeah, western sorry. side, the eastern side likes him. But yeah, yeah the, the western side, side, they're not, they're not going to be too happy about that. Like, and yeah. understandably so, understandably so after the yeah. Soviet Union. Like, I get it. And yeah, fuck. And, I mean, the Ukraine. Has and maybe they a, do want to be more like America. Like, yeah. Like, maybe they actually do. I'm, I'm telling you right now, it's not that great. But you know, if that's what you want. <laughs> But yeah, at the same you want time, your daughter like to grow up trans, like <laughs> it's well, cool. and that's well, that, that was one of the crazy things that Putin says. He's like, they're pushing their ideals onto the onto you and onto us. And if you want to live in that world, that's not a world that we want to be a part of. And I was just like, that's kind of savage. It's kind of fucking savage. And I understand. I mean, he's saying the exact same things that Republicans have been saying the last twelve years. You know what I mean? Like, uh, it's not anything different. And he's a communist. Like, <laughs> like. Yeah, he's he's the best of both worlds for our fucking the majority of the United States. But then. All right. So then the other fucking giant piece of propaganda that's incredibly badass, if it's true, Snake Island. If those guys were just 12 dudes sitting on a fucking island and a Russian, what is it, warship came up to him and was like, hey, you guys need to lay down your arms and, yeah. uh, you know, surrender. And they were like, should I tell them to go fuck themselves? And they were like, I don't know. And he's like, go fuck yourselves. And if they all died, that's incredibly sad, but also incredibly fucking badass. And like, you guys will live on and like, obviously they're not going to yeah. fucking hear this, but they won't live on. <laughs> God, they won't live on, but in infamy, they will live on. Like, dude, that yeah, is, yeah, 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 if yeah, that yeah. is fucking true and it wasn't just a recording of some fucking people made of a picture of the island and it was an actual recording like holy shit 
balls of goddamn steel. You're... What if the other 12 were like, wait, what'd you say? <laughs> Dude, shut the fuck up. <laughs> They're like, bro, no, I, I got, no, I got no, kids. No, no, no. I wasn't ready. They had, they had the white flag and were walking out. They didn't even know he was on the radio. It was just yeah. like some dumb boot that was like, hey, watch this. Go fuck yeah. yourselves. <laughs> like, bro. And then it was like, well, and then like you can clearly hear a woman in the background. Um, and then there was like some report that it was like, uh, like half the people there were, uh, women and it's like, yo, why'd you guys, why, like, why'd the Ukrainian military just like, yeah, we're going to leave those 12 out there on the Island. Like <laughs> you're just gonna, what are they going to do? What are they, you're just going to leave them on the fucking Island, bro. Like the, <laughs> The Russians are coming, bro. Yeah. Like you're just gonna leave them on the island by the what are they gonna do? Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna hold they're gonna slow them down. Like, what is what is this? <laughs> Dude, I just don't get it. I don't get it, and that's why I think it's propaganda. But badass piece of propaganda would 10 out of a 10 recommend because uh it's badass. It's fucking cool. I shared this snake well, island fucking picture. Those are those are the type of stories that would make that made us like join the military. Oh yeah. Like hearing yeah, stories absolutely. like that. And yeah, it was go like, fuck yourself. Yeah. yeah. It was yeah, like stories like that. You'd, I mean, that was always what was like crazy about the war on terror because like you would get to watch, I mean, the Marine Corps, they would like teach us like What's the most the... like crazy scenarios. Yeah. Someone what was imagined. the, uh, what was the first Sergeant's name? He came and talked to us in 29. Um, Kelly first. Sar- no, Maybe it was Kelly. I don't remember the first sergeant that it's the picture everybody knows about Helmand, uh, not Helmand Province, but uh, um, fuck, what's the big ass battle? God, I'm Fallujah. Already... Yeah, Fallujah, and he's getting carried backwards out of like oh, out of I know what area, you're talking about, and he's yeah. bleeding down the side of his shit, and he's fucking, he's got his pistol in his hand, and the story is, and I, I tend to believe it. I met this guy in real life, and. <laughs> Pretty badass, but also a giant fucking cocksucker of the Marine Corps. Did not like him. 10 out of 10. Do not recommend. But uh, badass motherfucker regardless. Um, he uh, The story is like they were clearing a fucking building and uh, two of his guys went down or some shit like that. And then he ran in there uh, or he was already in there. He took a couple down hand to hand because that's how close he was or some shit like that. He didn't get his gun up in time or I don't remember. And then uh, he ended up getting like another kill or something like that. Killed another dude with his rifle. And then his rifle, he didn't have his rifle anymore. I don't quite remember the story completely, but all I remember is at the end of it, he was wounded, fucking people up with his goddamn service pistol and then they went back in and grabbed him and got him out of there. And he was bleeding, getting dragged out, still trying to shoot motherfuckers with a service pistol as he was getting dragged, which is completely badass. And one of the reasons he joined the military. So Snake Island people, the Ukrainians are like, yeah, give me a fucking rifle. Yeah, well, there's also, uh, I, I don't know about this one, but like the Ukrainians like made it to where if you're 18 to 50, yes, you're not. That's actually not true. A- you're not allowed to leave the country. I mean, yeah, I don't know how well they're enforcing that, but uh, yeah, <laughs> but at the same time, that's pretty like 
kind of insane. And then, I mean, don't get me wrong. There is like, it's always the, like, I've seen stories like that where there's people that don't really want to fight. And then there's, yeah. but the ones, the only ones I see on like news are the ones where it's like this 70 year old man is coming yeah. back to fight. And it's like, okay. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's probably true. Like there's yeah. probably some seven year olds, like I'm going to go fight and protect my grandkids or whatever. But at the mm-hmm. same time, it's like, what the fuck like, is this we, guy gonna do? We want to pretend that like Ukraine is not an evil government. Like right now, in all the propaganda, they're trying to make it seem right. like Ukraine is this innocent country. They're being terrorized. I mean, but and they are, but at the same time, they're all they've also like locked up their journalists that go against them. They've yep. um, I mean, they've done I don't know, there's some other things that I've heard they about have Ukraine. a whole division of their military that's literal white supremacist Nazis. That's yeah. actually still. It's still yeah. there. It's still a part yeah. of the Ukraine was, military. Yeah, they were they were one of the one of the factions they they helped um, fund that was trying to take a coup yeah. in in Ukraine in 2014. Yeah, yeah, and and dude, so so when Russia said that they were neo Nazis at first, it was it was funny because I was like, it oh, he's funny. just he's taking the left like the left's argument being like these are Nazis. But it's actually true. <laughs> like, yeah, they're actual Nazis. Like, no, they're actual fucking Nazis, dude. <laughs> but now when you hear that, you think it's exaggerated because of how much the left used that term over yeah. and over and over. Yeah. Well, and then the third guy that is a badass for the Ukraine, the guy that couldn't get out in time after setting detonations on a bridge to stop the coming Russian force. Oh, yeah, that he couldn't. He was like, I'm not going to make it out in time to detonate it from remote area. So I'm just going to detonate it with myself on the bridge. Like, what a savage. If that's fucking true. What a goddamn war hero, dude. Like, those are people that forever and ever people will go and join the military because they want to be. Yeah. It's yeah. like Kyle, Kyle Carpenter jumping on a fucking grenade when the people around him was like, he didn't have to jump on that grenade. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. He didn't. He didn't. He, <laughs> we don't know why he did that. He didn't have to jump on the grenade. That's always a rumor that I've heard. I've never had. This. It's so funny. I hope it's true. It would make the story so much better. It was just like a Marine Corps. And then he just jumps on a fucking grenade and everybody's like, bro, like it was nowhere. You had to run 30 yards for that. We were. We were way back there. We did like, not need, to. dude. One day we'll get Kyle Carpenter on. You know? <laughs> we're like, bro, hey, were you drunk? Were you drunk? You were drunk, weren't you? I know about your DUIs. You were drunk, weren't you? You were drunk. Yeah. You drunk ass bitch. You, you little Lance Corporal Carpenter. You, you know, like I, I just, you know, you know, it's it's horribly sad for the people of Ukraine, and it's honestly horribly sad for the people of Russia because. The amount of people that are going to die from these sanctions are going to be too much to to know. And then the well, that was the crazy part. Germany and France acting a little sus over there. They're like the sanctions aren't are too strong. Maybe they know because the sanctions that have been put against them in the past. I was wrong. Was it Italy? It was Germany Germany. and Italy, and that what's made it more suspicious. Yeah. But, you know, and maybe they know from history that like, hey, uh, when you put sanctions on people, you create uh, a giant (laughs) nation that uh, wants to kill everybody else uh, just because they said so. I mean, look at Germany and fucking uh, after World War One. Like, that's exactly what happened. And crazy sanctions that they could never get out of. And 
extreme economic despair. And that led to the rise of the Nazis. Like that's yeah, you gotta exactly think, you gotta think Europe is getting a little freaked out right now. Oh, they better like shit. We're sitting here talking about it, like like World War Three is gonna come, and we already know that it's not gonna be fought on the U.S. soil. Yeah. So they're next to it all. Yeah, dude. And then and then the NATO and, force, the first ever NATO and those force, people, got, like there should remember that like they were the ones yeah. that were fucked up last time from this yeah. like <laughs> like big it wasn't us, bro. I mean, we got like Pearl Harbor, like most people don't even like when people are like Pearl Harbor was hit, they're like, "Where the fuck's that?" Yeah. Like <laughs> like what? Like and now yeah, oh ask somebody God. in Italy what Pearl Harbor is, they're going to be like, "The uh, uh, I don't know. Do you do you well, I would dive there for some reason. I feel like um, other Axis countries knows more. <laughs> well, the other countries know more about um, like United America States history. Than... Like, yeah, than like I, I remember. I know the Canadians. At least their war history. <laughs> I, yeah, I know the Canadians that I've talked to. Like I've learned nothing about Canada when I was in high school. Like nothing at all. Literally zero. Like I almost like, don't know anything. All, all I remember from high school or like just any kind of schooling about Canada was that a lot of it was French. Like <laughs> that's all I remember. Yeah. dude the only thing i remember was just when they would say the war of 1812 yeah and then they burned down the white house and i was like those like, motherfuckers very uncool canada yeah very uncool canada when we were okay with that <laughs> and it's like uh 2022 where can you do it again you want to <laughs> yeah yeah come yeah, on yeah. down the border and do it again <laughs> God, yeah damn, but, it, but they would when i would talk to them when i was growing up they would like know like some stuff about the u.s history and then i'd be like wait how do you know that why do you care like i don't give a shit about your country and they're like oh i don't know and then i like i remember asking them something because i knew nothing about canada they're like yes we have like presidents or yes we have <laughs> we have yes, cash money <laughs> yeah yes we have cash money or whatever and i was like oh okay <laughs> because i knew nothing about We're canada just... Dude, and this is why the U.S. public education system is garbage. Like, we don't learn yeah. anything about, or actually, it's not garbage. It does exactly what it's supposed to. Yeah, yeah, that could, yeah, that could be it, actually. Because, and I don't know, man. And you, and you know, like, at least, like, I could kind of understand this, like, everyone's rage against like the Soviet Union. Because like communism was really bad. Like, yeah. I understand that that is way more logical thinking than like why that was a threat and like, hey, they're taking over countries. Like, like I can wrap my head around that a lot easier. It's like they could take over the world or whatever. But like Russia, <laughs> dude, this is not even this is like a much smaller. I mean, they're the largest country in the world, I think. But they're just not an economic powerhouse as people well, like, I they think, let them on to I, be. I think people are thinking China jumps in. I think a lot of people think China is well, I mean, fucking Biden thought China was on our side for some goddamn reason. Was like, hey, do you guys know what Russia's doing? You should tell yeah. them to stop. And he was yeah, like, they're... Yeah, we're not gonna get involved. Like uh yeah, and, an and maybe yeah, maybe they're not going to get involved at all, but like a lot of people think that maybe China's economically bankrolling Russia doing this shit. And maybe they are, maybe they aren't. I have no fucking idea. I don't think there's any hard proof of that currently. 
Um, but like that would be a wild thing. I think I sent to you, I was like, what did fucking China do during World War II? Did they just get raw dogged by the Japanese? Like, and then they were just like, you can take the southern provinces, like we don't give a shit. Because I don't yeah. I don't remember hearing a goddamn thing about China during World War II, except yeah. that the Japanese like invaded half their nation. Yeah, well, I mean, fucking Japan was like taking over everywhere over there in Asia. They were dominating. Yeah. And I mean, that was something else too. I didn't really learn too much about like oh it all the only thing it starts is like it all started for us. Pearl Harbor. One Pearl Harbor. And then it was like, why did Japan bomb us? And it was like because <laughs> we embargoed their oil and like when you're a kid you're like they got pissed off that's kind of intense bro (laughs) (laughs) hey and so but there's they don't go really into deep before that it was just like pearl harbor america enters the war like the war was going on for a long time before yeah dude i always like especially growing up i always thought like we were in it from the start like that's how that's like like, what you think it's like you're yeah. in it from the start like we were a part of world war ii and then oh, you would yeah. like have to we're memorize the, the date of Pearl harbor i don't even remember it anymore i know it's in december i don't remember the i think it was 42 right i think it's no, i think i think it was 40 december 7th 1941 but i could be wrong 41 i think you're right it was it was either 41 or 42 but it's like see look we don't even know our own fucking history the u.s school system is trash but you know, it was just like, when did the war start? And then you learn and you're like, oh, shit. Like, I was right. We were like halfway. It. We were like halfway through. Like, we were yeah. like, when it really started. Like, it was like we were halfway through. Yeah, dude. And it, it was. Uh, uh, but Russia, when- but Russia won the war for the one for the allies. OK. <laughs> OK. But halfway uh, through, we come in and we win. A couple years later, psh, Russia did yeah. it. Okay, yeah, okay. and fucking um, and th- so like yeah, fucking Russia is so much smaller. So it's like they're not gonna, they're not an actual. This is what the fucked up part is like in a mil and like foreign American foreign policy thinking, because either they knew that uh, if they would provoke Putin like this, he would rash out or something. And they were kind of expecting this, but that means then they also did not care about the Ukrainian people. They were willing to bet their aggressive foreign yeah. policy that they could just move NATO in closer and closer. But and if it provokes Russia, then why? But they don't really care about the people of Ukraine or Belarus or whatever. So yeah. they, it, it was a win in their situation. Crimea. Or they were, or they were just got too stupidly aggressive, and 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 that like you know Putin was like, oh, yo, I'm done. And they, if they didn't see that coming, if they were too stupid to see that that actually coming, that's worse than them intentionally do it. In my opinion, it was yeah, it was, it was like, blissful, this should be expected. Yeah, it was blissful ignorance or like very extreme treachery, like treacherous yeah. aggression. Like, it's one or the other. Like, there's no way that this was like a, oh, we had no idea that this would, like, uh, like well, I guess yeah. that's the definition of bliss, blissful ignorance. But at the and same then, time, it's like, the, and, the, did you see that the first NATO, like, response force got activated today? Yeah. Like, that's crazy. That's yeah, a crazy that? thing. What? Like, <laughs> I mean, it's like, wait, NATO, I knew NATO, like, NATO was, um, like, 
uh, like an agreement among countries, but I didn't realize yeah. NATO had like their own force. I'll be honest. When, yeah. Or this well, is like I think a completely it's just like a... new thing. But I was like, holy shit, there's actually like NATO troops? Yeah. And let's see. The North Atlantic Treaty Organization. Never knew what it actually stood for, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Never knew. <laughs> Did you know? Yeah, I knew that. Oh, only only because I that. looked it up one day. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, NATO um, force? I don't know how to ask that question. <laughs> NATO response force activated for the first time. What is what is that? So NATO Supreme Allied. So it's an allied commander. I love how we're still allies. Like it's the allied. Like feels like we're just living in World War II all over again. Like we just never got out of it. Axis and allies. Like I understand why it's the allied forces because we're allied, but the other people are allied too. I don't know. Never mind. So NATO Supreme Allied Commander General Todd Walters activated the multinational force consisting of land, air, sea, and special operations forces from the allies that can deploy quickly in support of the NATO alliance. The activation of the response troops does not mean that any U.S. or NATO troops will go into Ukraine, which is not a member. U.S. President Joe Biden has been clear the U.S. troops are deploying to Eastern Europe to help bolster NATO countries nervous about Russia's aggressive actions, and they will not be fighting in Ukraine. This is a historic moment. This is a quote. This is an historic moment and the very first time the alliance has employed these high readiness forces in a deterrence and defense role. They represent a flexible combat credible force that can be employed in multiple ways and we are utilizing fully their inherent agility, Walters said in a statement. These deterrence measures are prudent and enhance our speed, responsiveness, and capability to shield and protect the one billion citizens we swore to protect. The force has not yet deployed, but is on standby. It is not clear how many troops the response will the response force will contain. So I don't even like, how do you get, I bet you it's just like, Hey, three, four, you're going to go be goddamn part of NATO now. And it's like, well, we just have the highest rate of suicides in our battalion the last three years. Are you sure you want us to go? And they're like, yeah, you guys are going to kill yourselves off. Anyways, go fight with NATO. Like, I, I bet you, like, we don't have like NATO forces. Like I, you know, it's not like us, a, a force that's just been ready to go. It's just like it's not a standalone army. It's well, just it's just American forces. No, it probably is. It probably yeah. is. It's just America doing everything else. We just you, do it under the guise of, you know, the rest of the yes. world is doing it yeah. with us. Yeah, 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 for sure. I mean, a lot of these, all of these countries get weapons and money and, and like training because there are NATO allies. And yeah. like, we've heard about it all the time how you could oh you can go here and train here and train with this military and like we heard guys talk about it all the time so it's like they're just basically little like i mean i'm sure their forces aren't as like as good as ours because america's been pretty good at war for a while now but they're pretty much like their little cousin or little sister and so they know everything or do everything the same way america does especially military wise yeah, I don't know. The whole thing is fucking insane. And you're pro Russia now, aren't you? That's what I saw in the uh, group chat. Dude, there was a dude, there's actually like it's so weird being in <laughs> Twitter and you could see like 
Russian tweets or people that yes. are pro Russia stuff. Cause you, sometimes it comes to your timeline and you're like, I can actually watch like the type. I mean, it's almost like propaganda or like the, that the other side is saying, and you're like, well, yeah. if that's how, if that's how Russia sees things, I kind of get it. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I, it's not that I, I am, am endorsing their actions or anything, but you, I don't know. You can, like, interacting with people that actually, like, are from these countries or just maybe just seeing their messaging, you can see it sometimes. And you're like, man, these people, like, really, this person really likes Putin. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> they're, like, all about him. It's kind of weird. Yeah. But, like, that's, you know, we never, we don't, you don't get that perspective in the news, really. Like, they never yeah. would ever portray Putin in any sort of good light and it's not to say that he is a good guy I mean he's an authoritarian government but or just like ours kind of pretty much is now and yeah. I don't like e- either governments I, you know I'd rather not have an overarching government like both in Russia or not but that's not how all the people see it and, this, and there's a lot of people in Russia that, that do feel threatened by the United States and if oh absolutely if, and we always talk about too is like if there is a purpose for a state, it is to protect us from war or military aggression. Well, he's in charge of security, you know, for the whole country. <laughs> and when America keeps getting closer and closer, what is he supposed to do? And you can and when you look at it like that from their perspective, it's like, fuck, man. I'm not saying invading was good, but it's rational. <laughs> Yeah. And yeah, it has some merit to it, like at the very least. And like, I think it's kind of what we've, we've talked about before where it's like preemptive strikes aren't the way to go either. Like, I don't think that's the way to go at all. And almost any, like you can't just fucking like, I don't know. It doesn't make sense. It's like nine 11. We know we didn't know exactly who did it right the first day. But within the first two weeks, we knew who did it. But just going and attacking Afghanistan didn't make any sense. You know, yeah. there was people that did it. There was people to be held accountable for it. Like, you can't just wage war. And then Iraq, it's like, how are you going to go wage war on Iraq just because they have weapons of mass destruction and they could do something? Like, it's, you got to be defensive. It's defensive wars are just. And that's why Ukraine, like, I understand. Like, I think. If anybody is just in what they're doing right now, it's probably the Ukraine, at least from the people's standpoint, maybe not the government's because the government's. Yeah. And that's, and I think that's the problem. I think that's the place where it gets cloudy. I think that's the place where it gets cloudy and why there's so many people on so many different sides of this issue, especially in libertarian spheres or fucking in just everyday people spheres. Like there's people that are going to be on both sides of this because yeah. And you can take like, any of you could take any of the United States encroaching into Ukraine as aggression. Like I honestly believe that you could take that, and that it would have some justification by the Russians to yeah. be like, no, that that is aggression. You are avidly putting nuclear warheads on my border and pointing them towards me. Like I, I think that's aggressive. I think that's a, an aggression, yeah. a, a sign of aggression. Yeah. But at the same time, I also see how can you judge the whole population off of the government? And yeah, I, yeah. I think that's a very difficult. Yeah. And I think that's where it gets gray is we're removed. Like 
each these people get away with it because they can't be held accountable. You know what I mean? And it's not because they can't be held accountable because they're government officials. It's because the people that die for these things aren't the people that are making the decisions whatsoever. And they haven't been able to make the decisions for a long time. The Ukrainian people didn't overthrow the government in 2014. Yeah. The United States backed a rebel force that overthrew the government in 2014. The Russian people, fuck, there was a video last week that I saw that was like, they were, there was a group that walks around. They did it in China uh, during the Olympics. And it's like, what do you, they ask in like the native language, like, what do you think about the United States and their views on what's happening? Or what do you think about China and the views on what's happening in China right now? And then they went to Russia during this whole thing. I think it was last week. And they were like, what do you think about what's going on between Ukraine and Russia right now? And normal everyday people walking around Moscow that look very similar to just you and me, hyper colored fucking um, T-shirts and Carhartt beanies and, you know, fucking Ugg boot wearing Moscowians. I don't know what you want to fucking call them, but whatever they are, you know, they look like normal everyday people. They're not these hardened fucking Russian underground gangster thugs. They're just like, I think it, I think it's going to be de-escalated last week. I think it's going to be de-escalated. We don't want any, we don't want any war with the Ukrainians. And it, like, it was 15, 20, and who knows how many people they actually talk to, but half those people don't want fucking war. Most of the people in the goddamn world do not want war because the only people it touches is the people that don't get to make the decision. Yeah. Yeah. And that, you know what? That's really annoying is like you see a lot of people that are critical of um, like Putin for in, in, invading like the corporate press types, the right. hawks and stuff like when them up there, like those people are critical of Putin for invading Ukraine. Those people that orchestrated all the war on terror that we have those ones like those guys specifically that are like in critical that are responsible for invading afghanistan invading iraq and all that are telling putin that he can't invade ukraine and it's like not to say that yeah it makes no sense at all and it's like why how can you have the right to say that like we invaded like seven countries how are you sitting up there saying that russia can't invade like one one country after you got like seven so it's like it's like man americans any like why would russia or anyone over there want to listen to any americans grievances when it's like bro like you guys what have you been doing what have you been doing dude like are you serious and i mean we and see when in syria on the assault on, on the side of assad russia over there was backing him and fighting off isis and america was and there the United to states fucking gave isis fucking yes weapons. and was giving isis and al-qaeda fighters fights uh weapons and money to go and fight assad and the russians and it's yeah. like dude america backed our own terrorist group that bombed our country and we gave them money and guns to go fight for us. And then like, what, what, like what grounds does the American foreign policy establishment have anything to say about like any war crime 
that Putin right. does. Like they they right. are way worse. I mean, dude, everyone's freaking out about Ukraine, and rightfully so. It's brand new. It's kind of a big deal, especially when it's a nuclear power. Don't get me wrong. But it's like these people that are like, oh, my God, the Ukrainian people and feel so sorry for them, at least pretending that they are. They never gave a shit about the people in Yemen. They the still people... don't give a shit about the people in Yemen. There yeah. was 37 airstrikes yeah. in a 48 hour period, 48 hour period during yeah. the same time that the Ukraine shit was going on on a populace that is largely not able to even fight back. Yeah. At least yeah. the Ukrainians have some way to fight back. Yeah, at least not... they have some formal military to fight back. Yeah, their government's giving them rifles in the streets. But Yemen, it's been starved for the last what six years? Yeah, like six or seven or something. I think you're right. There's six. been it's like upwards of a million at this point that have died from fucking uh, regular diseases because they can't like not regular diseases but normal like ass diseases cholera things very treatable diseases is the correct word very treatable diseases because they can't get any kind of foreign aid and the u.s is backing the people that are doing it to them and we're gonna sit here and armchair quarterback the fucking ukraine russian conflict yeah what is no, this we have of course no Russia's grounds yeah, no, grounds no grounds whatsoever and of course, Russia is going to use that directly against us. And they have, and they've done it phenomenally. Putin's speech was a phenomenal speech against the United States and the Western European countries. It's, it's honestly one of the better ones out there. And it lays out the hypocrisy of what these countries do. And I, I, li I was listening earlier to, um, what's her name? Uh, the speaker, uh, one of the speakers from the Ukraine let me see if I can pull up the video real quick. Uh, I won't play it, but uh, there, fuck, I'm not going to be able to find it. But she had like a, a little meltdown, I guess. I didn't get to that part of it. But at the same time, like everything that she was saying at the beginning of it, it came out, I don't know. I think this morning when I was listening to it, it came out seven hours before me. So like 11 o'clock our time, you know? And it was her giving a speech on it. And she was just like, how can they give us any, how can the Western European countries or the Western democracies give us any shit for what we're doing when they've done this, 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 and just listed shit off. And it's like, it's fucking true. Like, I don't agree with it. I think it's a very crazy time period that we're going to be living through because of what's happening in between Ukraine and Russia. But at the same time, it's like, there's a certain aspect that you can fucking understand. And I think they're just calling out the, they're calling hypocrisy where it lays. They're just like, stop being a hypocrite. We're going to do it. And they are also being hypocrites saying, well, you can do it. I can do it too. And then also calling that saying that they're a freer state and this, that, or the other, like, don't get me wrong. They're being hypocrites too. And I fully will back you in that. I completely agree, but like, they're not wrong. They're hypocrites too, but so are we. So is the United States government. So like, what are you going to say to that? And people will give justification. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. It's fucking, it's a shit show. And it's kind of, it kind of like brought you, brought like things in a, a little bit more like perspective. Because, you know, like nuclear destruction was always kind of a joke. And 
you know, I'm not, I'm not saying that that's going to happen, you know, I, but it's just like, that is possible. Like that is a very possible outcome. And I don't think that if we are dealing with another country that has that capability, maybe we should be a little more cautious or at least, I don't know, hear them out. Like just yeah. hear them out, hear what they have Let's... to say. And I, I don't think that's a crazy thing to be asking, especially when you're trying to avoid nuclear destruction. Like, yeah, like mutually, that's <laughs> mutually assured nuclear and, destruction. Like, let's just take a chill pill and figure this out and, you know, chill. Like, let's just chill a little bit because it's a yeah. little too real. And the possibility is, and like I said, people are going to, we're probably and, overreacting in the first and, week. We're probably overreacting in the first week. Let's see how the talks go because there's yeah. going to be talks. Well, Let's see how all this is going. And, but at the and, same time, it's just a crazy fucking time period. If you imagine was, what we've gone through the last five years. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was, I was thinking Shit, too, the last year. Yeah. I mean, the last two years have been kind of crazy with like, like the government just locked us down. We have a pandemic. We all got to wear masks. Oh yeah, we're all are gonna go to World War Three now too, <laughs> and it's like, whoa, slow down, one <laughs> catastrophe at a time, please. The economy's and, collapsing. The U.S. dollar has no value. <laughs> yeah, and it's but the the thing is, is like, two that the we backed Ukraine. We kind of made promises with them. We were buddy buddy with the Ukrainian people. We threw them high and dry, like Russia invaded. And I'm not saying that the Americans will get involved, but I mean, they were getting like, you know, they were leaning on us. They like their government was a puppet, but their people were kind of like, okay, let's be friends with America. They'll help us out. They'll help us. And then they're just like, well, we, we got a senile dude. That's our president right now. It's not a good time. We got He's a, a puppet poll. himself. Our poll numbers are doing pretty low. I don't know if we can add a war on top of that yet. So uh, we're gonna set this one out, Ukraine. <laughs> well, and then, but that's my other thing is like a large portion of our population is sees it as Russian aggression, and it might be the thing to flip around the poll numbers. You know, yeah. depending on how, and everybody's calling for san- sanctions at the very. Everybody's like, at the very minimum, the U.S. should do sanctions. Like, yeah, I feel like a large portion of our population and it's like, that's almost worse than war. And honestly, sanctions are just a precursor to war. Like, let's be honest. I mean, yeah, sanctions are an act of war. I mean, we're sanctioning the hell out of Yemen, like to the max. That's complete yeah, blockade. the fucking yeah. extermination the, of the Yemeni people. Yeah, we're completely economically shutting them out. We're starving this people in this country. Like you start trying to sanction Russia, I mean, they start going to some economic downturn. They're like, "Whoa, we they gotta it go just to war." Just the position. Yeah, it just makes them hate you more. They they <laughs> despise you. I said that the other day, and I was like, I was like, we've yeah, and we've seen how sanctions have worked out in the past. And they're like, yeah, but people didn't live stream it from their cell phones. The people of Moscow or the people of Russia will protest and rise up against their government. And I was like, yeah. We've seen how well that has worked out in history. And that was their argument was, well, people didn't live stream it from their cell phones. And it's like, do you think they're going to care? You think they're going to let them live stream it? They'll just shut down the internet. It's Russia. They're not going to care. 
They, there's already like crazy outages in the Ukraine. You think Russia's like Russia banned Pornhub this week? Like, what do you think they're gonna do? They're was that gonna Russia say, or is that Pornhub? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was actually Russia. Like Ru- Russians were tweeting it. I saw it. It was pretty funny. Um, but you know, it's like they're they're not gonna let shit get out of fucking Russia. They're just gonna all right, no more cell service. Like fuck you guys. Like. They don't give a shit like and that's why they're hypocrites, too. But the Ukraine will do the same thing. And I don't think that you I don't know if the Ukraine is doing it right now. But for the amount of people that have cell phones and the amount of aggression that we've heard coming from Russians, I feel like we should have a lot more video evidence of what's going on. And I'm not saying that we don't have any. We probably have more than any other conflict ever that's happened in the history of the United or in the history of the world. We probably have more than that. But fuck, you you watch a street fight and you get seven different angles. Yeah. There's live feeds in Kiev and fucking and Belarus and Crimea and fucking all these other places, and you don't see shit. Like, all right, you see a couple fucking airstrikes, and I'm not saying it's like to downplay it as in a couple, but the amount that is being reported on compared to the amount that's being shown is absolutely like it doesn't make any sense to me. So it's like you don't think like People aren't just going to you sanction Russia. The only people that are going to going to be hurt in any way are the people of Russia that already didn't have the choice to go to war or not go to war. They haven't been able to pick their goddamn leader for the last 70 years. Probably yeah. longer than that. If you think about it, it was what was it? Lenin, Stalin and Gorbachev and or I mean, maybe there was a couple else in between. Too. Yeah, there was a couple in between there, but, but they, I, think I don't remember who was after Stalin. Yeah, they weren't. In, yeah, it, it, it like went through like a couple like very su- successively, like boom, 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 boom. It was like four or five years per person, and then like yeah. one year per one, and then it was. But the main ones, it's Stalin or Lenin, Stalin, a couple randoms, and then Gorbachev, Putin, and that's it. That's all you got. They haven't been able to vote. They don't they don't get a choice in this. But guess who you're going to fuck up by sanctioning the fuck out of Russia? Those people. And guess what they're going to do? Eventually, the only people that are going to be feeding them is going to be the Russian government. And they're going to be like, well, at least they're feeding us. So I know who I'm going to be with. Like, that's all it's going to do. They're not going to rise up and protest and overthrow the government. You know, this was something I was thinking about, too, where, like, you know, Germany and Russia have that oil pipeline. and everyone's yeah. like getting mad because germany doesn't want to like sanction russia that much and it's like okay but that's a big that's a big problem for germany because their oil their oil resources and energy resources a lot of it come from russia yeah. and people are people are like wow germany's holding out they're really upset at them it's like bro they don't maybe they don't want to shut off their power for their people maybe Maybe that would be something. They don't that... want the third right to rise again. Like, <laughs> like, what do you mean? Do what they don't, they don't want to piss off their people. And at the same time, too, it's like this is a good thing that we have two countries that are economically connected and kind of dependent on each other, because then they the risk for them to do these steps because like sanctions an act of war to go to war with each other. Yeah. Then, then it makes it harder, and people are like, "Oh no!" Like it's this is why we need to be energy independent, and like that's what that's what I've getting seen a lot of like conservatives talking like we need to energy be energy independent. independent. And I agree. I think and, we should we should work towards that. I absolutely agree. But guess what? The reality is we're not right now. So let's try to not start World War Three. Yeah. 
Yeah, for real. I don't know. I don't think that's a lot to ask for, dude. I feel like that's pretty fucking like I don't think I feel like it's not too hard to not start World War Three. I feel like it's pretty easy to not start World War Three. Yeah. I feel like it's a lot easier than people make it out to be. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I want I I want to move to four seasons at one point. I don't want an internal winter. Yeah, dude. Phoenix would suck if it was because then there's nothing here. Yeah. I can't even get firewood. There's no trees. Yep. Like everywhere outside, Phoenix looks like it's already been nuked. So (laughs) (laughs) exactly. We live in a desert and and fucking sand is like 90% glass or some shit. Like, just like, come on, man. Like, let me get out of here. I got like seven. I showed you my draft. I was like, I'm, I'm set for 2023 and 2024, my dynasty league. I got like seven first round picks in the next two years. Let me get to that. I need to get to that. <laughs> Let me have this man. Let me have this. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah. I don't know. It's going to be a wild ride, man. Maybe next week we get somebody somebody else on and we can fucking bullshit around with it and have a little bit more fun with it. But this week I was just like, I was in between of like, this is funny. And then like, it was like, I'm laughing because I'm feel like we're going to die. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's just like, Oh my God, dude, what's going on. And Oh, it was really cool too. And after I thought about it for a little bit, I actually thought it was cool, but there were some people around here that actually believed that, this whole russia invasion was made up that it was fake oh that it didn't happen yeah and i was just like in my mind at first was like well obviously it happened (laughs) like there's no denying that but then their logic was like well that's what the news talks about and like i don't listen to anything on there anymore (laughs) and i was like oh okay it was like i actually prefer that there's people because like you know Everyone used to go around and say, like, Iraq had weapons of mass destruction. That was, like, garbage fed from the media to the yeah. people, and that it, propaganda stuck. Now, this time, I'm hearing people, they're like, well, I, just, I don't even think the invasion was real, because it was on the news. And it's like, yeah. oh, no. Well, it's like, <laughs> it's like that fucking bell curve, that meme, that bell curve, where it's like the, uh, the Neanderthal, and it's like, I didn't even believe the Ukraine thing was real. And it's like the Neanderthal, you know, and then the other side is like, we shouldn't care about the Ukraine. We need to focus on us. And it's like the intelligent scholar. And then it's like the middle, like that's really high. And it's like, we need to protect the Ukraine against the Russians or else they're going to kill us all. It's like the very high bell curve in the middle. Like that's what it is, bro. I need to make that (laughs) meme now. I need to make it before this episode comes out. Yeah, you do. <laughs> Dude, that's what it is. It's like, I don't even, because, and so we shouldn't invade because it's not even real. And then the other side's like, we shouldn't invade because it could cause World War Three. And they're like intelligent and, you yeah, know, yeah, whatever. Yeah. And then there's the fucking dumbasses in the middle that fuck up the whole bell curve. That's what it is. <laughs> that's what it is right now. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. That's hilarious. But that's hilarious. I, I'm, I'm thoroughly enjoying the people that are just like, fuck the corpo media. Like, I... Like I, I honestly, it's good. I wish they would at least go outside the norm and look for other media sources, to be honest, um, because it's very frustrating, like talking Dude, to people all, and it's all the older people like Gen Xers and like boomers. I swear they all get their information from Facebook. 
dude and i'm pretty I sure swear. all the people all the techs at my work like i've worked with separate texts every day this week and they're like uh what do you think about ukraine and russia <laughs> every single one dude and i'm just like fuck man <laughs> it's not good bro <laughs> it's not i and maybe we're overreacting because i think uh, you know the, and we'll yeah it's fresh like it's in draw the it down here it's fresh it's right now that's what i'm saying but, like, like this could become the, the status quo yeah like, it could this... become the status quo where it's you know whatever but uh you know it's kind of like when Soleimani was bombed by trump and it was like they're literally playing with a world war three and I honestly believe they were playing with a World War III. And if aggression kept going, it would have created that. But it backed off greatly. And Reed said it on our show last week where he was like, maybe it was due to Rand Paul talking to Trump on that phone call after making the decision to bomb Soleimani. And he backed him off, like going into an all full out war against the U or against the Ukraine, against uh, fucking Iran. Maybe it was. Maybe maybe we barely missed it then, and now it's coming back to bite us in the fucking ass. But you know, it's just one of those things where it's obviously tensions are high. You're seeing live footage of people being burnt in the streets. Um, you're seeing live footage of families being bombed, and then you know, Russian. You're seeing Ukrainian families being bombed, and Russian soldiers that some of them probably don't even know they're in the Ukraine being burned alive so it's there's going to be high strong feelings all the way around and maybe we're blowing it out of proportion and hopefully we are honestly to to me like hopefully i we are blowing it out of proportion and these peace talks go through and or these surrender talks go through whatever they want to fucking call them and it's hey we get the eastern side of ukraine back and you guys keep the western side of ukraine and we go about our business day to day and we don't hear shit about it for another 20 years. Hopefully that's what it is. But it's just when you see the ramifications and you run a podcast, I want the clickbait. So, <laughs> yeah, that's why. And that's I think, why I'm I think, you know, <laughs> I think you and I just get in our heads too because we're like, what are the actual ramifications for a 20 year timeline on a UK Russian invasion and the U S backing the Ukraine and China backing Russia. And then you sit about that lying awake at night until 3 AM. And it's like nuclear war, mutually, dis <laughs> mutually yeah, yeah. assured destruction. That's the yeah, only it's definitely, outcome. Well, it's definitely like something that's like on the table because like, I mean, I don't, I don't know if I remember before in history that like two nuclear powers do go head to head. Yeah, that's not to say like, war. yeah, like, and luckily there was, I mean, there was like proxy wars here and there, but it wasn't like a full on conventional war, you know. Uh, and they're moving, war. they're moving fucking tanks yeah. next to Poland. And <laughs> don't invade Poland, dude. Don't yeah. invade Poland. Don't invade Finland or Norway or none of these bitches. Like, don't invade them because Finland will fuck you up. They've done it once before. Norway fucked you up too. So Russia, you better be careful about going to those countries. It's like invading Russia in the winter. You don't do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I just think that I think this is going to, you know, mellow out. We'll be okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think we're and, all going to die. And it sounds bad too because like mellowing out is like, well, you know, fucking 7,000 people just died in Ukraine uh, between yeah. the Ukrainians and the Russians. And it's like, 
I get it. That's it's incredibly sad. And I don't want that to happen to anybody like war. Uh, you shared the meme on our stuff today. And it was, you know, it's that scene from mash. And I think I've brought it up constantly. You brought it up constantly throughout our entire podcast. It's one of the fucking things that made me get out of the military. And he's talking about uh, the difference between war and hell and how war is ultimately worse than hell because in hell there's sinners and in war, almost everybody is innocent, but the brass that's at the top. And that's basically what it is. Almost everybody is innocent, but the brass that's at the top. And that's honestly how I feel. And that's how I, that's what I believe in. And I just think it's, it's incredibly sad what's going on in the Ukraine and in Russia and what's happening to both sides in that aspect. And you can argue that one side is the aggressor and the other. And I think that's my only problem with the media that we've seen so far is it's only Russian. Uh, it's only the Russians that are at fault. And it's like, no, actually the people that are saying that we're staying out of this the most are the people that are probably at the most fault because they've been involved with it from the very beginning. And that's the United States. Yeah. And too, like, uh, uh, so Biden, you know, a lot of the conservative types are all screaming right now that Biden's too weak. He's too weak. He can't be tough on Putin. And that's a really big talking point on the right right now. And yeah. my opinion, it's that Biden has been too aggressive. Yeah. Like Biden, I agree with you. Biden, like Biden and Obama are basically like the same thing. And they were in the White House together in 2014. And Biden was in charge, uh, or at least he oversaw the Ukraine shit and everything. That's why he has his yep. son that worked there and or worked with some energy company in, in Ukraine, like in a very shady way or whatever. And um, and then all of a sudden, you know, all like Ukraine's getting buddy buddy and they're trying to get them like kind of pushing the, at least the idea of NATO. It's been floated and, you know, they're doing other things in Belarus. They tried to have a color revolution there and, yep. and some other times they're and like Crimea trying. was a crazy fucking time, too. Yeah, but there was just like Crimea. Uh, the Biden administration is the reason we are in this problem it's not because he's not doing anything it's not because he's weak he's the it's one that's doing too much he's doing too much and like i mean don't get me wrong and like i publicly like visually of how people see biden he does look really weak right now yeah he looks like a bumbling fool or and and i mean maybe i think he's not all there all the time but he's been around he's surrounded by the people that have been involved in this from the beginning and it's his he's administration from it yeah the beginning even it's when his he was still people coherent. yeah his people everything they're the ones that started all of this and i don't know i think like they're calling him like too weak and I'm, i just hope that doesn't get some sort of like idea in biden that he needs to be tougher on uh, on russia or something because i don't think being tougher is going to be a good no a solution it needs to when, be dip diplomacy needs to come from this yeah and when the leader of russia is sitting there calling out the western western idealism and saying that there's not going to be any winners the person that is aggressing according to the westerners is saying that there's not going to be any winners and we're okay with that you need to take a breath and sit there and fucking think about it because that is a nuclear power, probably the strongest nuclear power besides the United States. 
because I don't, I think they're probably stronger in nuclear power than China. Maybe, I don't know. People probably argue and give me facts that are, that argue that, but at the same time, like, I just think it's a different fucking beast. I think it's a different fucking beast because there's only one that's fighting back like a caged dog right now. And it's definitely not fucking China. Yeah. And we just gotta be fucking careful. They need to be careful. I, I keep saying we, and I think it's we because I feel like the American populace has some responsibility to hold for this. And we've let shit go on for way too long and it frustrates me. And I get everybody's a single individual person, but at the same time, it's like, we can't keep, we can't keep allowing this to happen. It's what I say when it's like, we voted for four presidents that have been non-interventionist over the last four presidents, immediately the last four presidents. Yeah. I don't really remember what Clinton's shit was, but the last four presidents at the very minimum have been non-interventionist and all they have done is continue to intervene in other places and bring death and destruction to other countries that do not follow what the United States says. And it's at some point it gets laid at our own feet and it's going to come back to bite us in the ass. And I think COVID was a part of that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. This is the blowback that like Ron Paul talked about. I mean, just, the same thing with us meddling in other countries like we did in the Middle East. It caused 9-11. And, and it'll look bad for us to not involve ourselves in the Ukraine. It'll look bad for us. Absolutely. Yeah, that's true. It'll too. look horrible for us regardless. Like it, it, it'll look horrible for us because we're the ones that created the situation. Yeah. But at this point, it's it's what we said about Iraq. It's what we said about Afghanistan. You have to cut your losses and take the black eye because you deserve it at the very minimum and you probably deserve more at what the maximum is, but you're going to get away with a black eye. And it's like, just walk away and then try to do everything in your power to create a better society that upholds the actual true American idealism of bringing up the people around you. Yeah, we're not doing very well on the the moral <laughs> politicians. Superiority, like, yeah. Yeah, we have all these politicians that are shady, don't care, and like they're willing to put the Ukrainian people at risk to get their political ends. And yeah, almost I mean, okay I, with it. Yeah, like, basically, they probably sleep peacefully at night doing it. Oh yeah, I don't think they lose sleep at all. I think they mm-hmm. just think it's part of the job, and you know, I I don't they don't care about us or anything like all these people freaking out about ukrainians never you know you don't hear them freaking out about yemen you don't hear them freaking out about all these other countries the whole reason you're hearing all these sad stories from the corporate media and don't get me wrong this is what they're good at too this is what's so sinister is like they're really good at taking those stories which are probably true honest stories and and about these ukrainians doing some like really inspiring heartfelt things for their country for their people for their family but the media is just using that they're just using those and they use it for evil they take that good good moment very good moment in history and they use that shit for evil to convince people that like this is the worst situation ever in, in the world and but then turn around and scream for a war for iraq or afghanistan yeah absolutely couldn't agree more Oh, I think that's a good place to end it. I think you nailed it right on the head at the end of the show. So 
well i hope we don't die luke i hope we have yeah. next week <laughs> i hope i hope we get to our southern um uh our southern houses typo yeah we'll we'll get there. plantation homes that's what i wanted to say our plantation <laughs> homes in the south we're gonna build a moat dude <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah we're gonna we're gonna build a fucking moat and you're not nobody's allowed nobody's allowed in oh not even girls (laughs) (laughs) especially not girls especially not girls (laughs) (laughs) oh shit well hopefully hopefully it turns out like we kind of said it did where it's like all right let's just fucking chill hopefully we see some tempering of emotions over the next week and uh yeah i think that's all i got we'll uh We'll fucking pick it up next week. Maybe we'll get somebody fun on and try to uh, joke about this the way that we normally do. I think we did a pretty good job today. We had some funny moments and uh, yeah. Yeah. I did my best guys to laugh in the face <laughs> of death for you guys. So I hope you enjoyed the show. <laughs> yeah. And that's the fucking shit show. I hope you guys enjoyed it. We out. <laughs>